0: Go Hi, welcome to Aristotle Asparagus, I'm Aristotle Asparagus, and this is Aristotle Asparagus. Um, So, yeah, that's my intro. Um, Today we're here with another guest. Uh, You you probably know him from the show Community as the rival dean. Uh, Please welcome uh, Jordan Black. How's it going, Jordan? Hello? Jordan, are you there?
1: Hello? Oh, can you hear me now?
0: Yeah, now we can.
1: Okay, not sure what happened, but hey, hey guys, how's it going? Good.
0: Uh, now, J- Jordan, um, I know, uh, I, I, of course I do research into my guests, so I, I learned that you were actually a writer for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I um, sure was. Yeah, uh, and it was, and I know that the one season you were a writer for was Kenan Thompson's first season. That's right. Uh, did you think he was going to be on the show forever forever back then? Like, did No, was- I
1: mean, I... There would have been no way to, uh, to predict that. Not at mm-hmm. all. No. I mean, I, I knew he would do well on the show cause he did well from the very beginning, but I didn't know that he would stay as long as he has.
0: Yeah. Um, did you, yeah, I know you are there with a uh, Daryl Hammond who was there for a while. Uh, and that's and of right. Course, there was someone who had to take on the position of person who's there for an extremely long time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, okay. Uh, You'll be right back. Um, now, uh, I also know, uh, to, to get to the elephant in the room that you probably can't see you and th- that season did contain the episode hosted by, uh, the guy who was running our country recently.
1: Oh yeah. The Donald Trump episode for yeah. sure. Yes. I, I remember that very well.
0: Yeah. What was it like? Did you write any of the sketches that made it to air?
1: I did not get any sketches on air for that episode. I can't remember. Oh, I, I can tell you what I pitched, because I do remember what I pitched. Um, it was a sketch that Will Forte and I had written together, and we had um, we had written for the Groundlings, because Will and I were in the Groundlings together. And so we decided to pitch it while we were at Saturday Night Live, and it was really stupid, so you're going to know why it didn't make it to air. Um, it was <laughs> Will. I think Will played... Yeah, Will played a, um, a, um, a doctor, a, um, what do you, why well, can't, oh, he played a proctologist, so already already see where we're going here. He played a proctologist, and then Donald Trump would have been his patient, and the, the bit was basically like, <laughs> the things he's finding in Donald Trump's butt, and then, um, oh no, Donald Trump was playing the doctor, that's right, and Will was playing the doctor. I mean, Will's playing the patient, and the things that the doctor's finding in his butt, which eventually led to, like, there's a gun in Will's butt, and he pulls the gun on the doctor somehow from his butt. It's so stupid. Anyway, now you know why I didn't make it to air. That's what we tried, though.
0: Well, I mean, Will, Will Forte, I mean, I've said this to many other guests. He is my favorite cast member ever. Uh, um, and well, that's great. I'm really happy to hear that he's hosting next week. But Yeah, I me mean, too. He's made some sketches that are just as ridiculous as well. Maybe not. Oh yeah, I mean like for sure. Like uh, I mean, I know some of the sketches. I guess Lauren kind of liked it more than the audience. Like, do you know the fart face
1: sketch? You say fart face? Do you know that sketch? I'm sure I'm I've seen every SNL that Will was on, but I can't remember that one specifically.
0: It was like him and Bill Hader were playing these like businessmen and. <laughs> and, 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 like, they had this client who kept calling him fartface, and they ca- kept calling him fartface, and the client was played by Josh Brolin.
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar. I'm sure – I definitely saw it because, I, like I said, I've seen every episode. Of
0: it totally found- bombed with the audience, but Lauren loved it right. enough to – Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I mean, every, all the people who didn't laugh probably should have – I mean, th- they were wrong for that. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, um, but yeah I do I remember uh uh Trump hosting quite uh vividly. Yeah,
0: um I there there has to be a way to find that. Like I I I need to see that. That is like my life goal is to see that.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just taking the other person is taking a little long. Just gotta uh, Oh, no problem.
1: Yeah. Um. Are there two hosts for this podcast?
0: Uh, uh, n- n- not exactly. Like, they're going to come in later. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> The other person is saying he's in, but he's not.
2: Weird.
0: Um... Um... Okay. Okay. The other one. One of the other people back. Um. Hey, can you hear me? I can. Yeah. What What about you, uh, other guy? Oh my God. Um. Huh. I'm gonna pause or... Okay. So 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 yeah. Now now we're back from a quick break we had to take because of some issues, but uh, we're we're back now. Um, okay. And, and uh, y- yeah um to the other guy who's here um you missed it um but. The, this the the guest here uh, wrote a sketch for Saturday Night Live where like Donald Trump was the patient.
1: Um, I believe Will played the patient, and Donald Trump played the doctor, the proctologist. Yeah. No. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. And and a proctologist uh, is like butt,
1: and and he,
0: and he and he kept pulling things out of uh, this out of the butt, now. unusual
1: things finding in the butt. That it's a really uh, stupid sketch. You. I'm not proud of it. But it didn't you should end up, be. Uh, it didn't end up making it. Uh, you freaking kidding it. Made it a... be.
0: I mean, what's that? You should be proud of it. it that sounds like the only. <laughs> I, I mean, that sounds like the only good thing Trump could ever be involved in. <laughs> I'm not sure about
2: that. I mean, um, <laughs> Aristotle. It says that the um, other guy left. Is that same thing on your screen or?
0: Um, it says he's not here, but he keeps insisting that he's here. Uh, okay, uh, but uh, just, just we might just have sure. to deal without him. I mean, uh,
2: but, yeah. I yeah. mean that's fine. It's either way. I will just make sure.
0: Yeah, and by the way, just so you know, this is this isn't like Donald Trump, like some actor or something. This is the guy who was president. Right. Yes. He hosted SNL twice. One of them was. Yeah, just... I was there. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I was there in 2004, the first time he hosted when he was doing Apprentice. So it was, uh, it was coming off of that.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. And Jordan, one question is that we did have a bit of a delay due to those issues there. Uh, mm-hmm. You could record like a little after, or until a little after 5 30, right?
1: Yeah, that's fine. Yep.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Trump, I mean, I, I can't say I enjoyed either of his hosting stints. I mean, <laughs> his second one, like, I, I'd say his second one contains what is probably the worst sketch in history. Well, no, no. The worst sketch in history is probably the, there was like this commie hunting season sketch from like the sixth season uh, <laughs> that had like the n-word in it and like it was just so bad uh, Yeah, the worst sketch that was produced under Lorne Michaels reign was in yeah. Donald Trump's second episode where it showed this like hypothetically great Trump presidency
1: it, right exactly it
0: just, it, it's just so much ass kissing against <laughs> like I mean I, 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 I just I mean th- this show the show that gave us the Alec Baldwin Trump did that yeah yeah and i mean I, ivanka trump cameoed and there was literally dead silence in the audience the sketch just kept going no no pause <laughs> for applause It just like i mean it's just and then there was another one i think it was the only real sketch of the night where well i guess the only live sketch of the night where trump played a character instead of himself and he was like some late, <laughs> some guy in a rock band playing the laser harp. that was also unbelievably <laughs> terrible Oh my god!
1: I think I blacked all of it out pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um. Maybe I'll stop listing sketches from that episode because there's more terrible. stuff. <laughs> well, actually, there was a really good like pre-tape sketch with like Beck Bennett as like this like father who's like keeps showcasing himself singing modern songs, but then Trump comes in and yeah. it's not as good. Right. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just. They, they, they didn't ex- they hadn't like gotten a host like a, politi- a a political candidate to host since like the season before you were on mm-hmm. but and then they tried it again and then they were like yeah this isn't working and, and the thing is when they did right. when they did it, season 28 it was Al Gore and that episode was actually good and <laughs> John McCain episode from earlier in the season was also good even though he was not a political candidate at the time mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but Trump just I mean, Oh
1: my. Yeah, he's a he's a horse of a completely different breed.
0: Yeah, and uh, th- th- this sketch with Trump as a proctologist, I I will like. I mean, I was a- I I was able to get in- into contact with you about this. I-, I will like find someone who was there during that and find that. I know. Oh was- well, no,
1: no, no. Don't get me wrong. We-, we only did this at table read. It never even made it to um to uh, dress like we only did it at the table oh I didn't
0: know it actually I I didn't know that was a thing I I, I didn't know like sketches couldn't even get into dress Uh, right
1: Yeah. yeah yeah we start like on that show when we're writing yeah we'll read when I was there anyway we'd read close to I'd say 40 sketches and we would and then about 16 of those would go to dress and about 12 of those would go to air okay that was a that was a, a, around the numbers that we would see.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, just um, now. Uh, were there any other like sketches that were like that you? Were, were there any sketches that you did that got to air? Because the last time I had an SLL writer on the show, it was Nick Rutherford, who who never had a sketch get to air.
1: Yeah, I had a I had a handful that got to. Air. I don't know that any of them are. Classics, because this was you got to remember before YouTube really became was a thing so if you didn't see it you know the first time it aired or when it aired over the summer then that's it um but I'd say the most popular one that I wrote that season was one I wrote with um Jason Sudeikis and um this was before he was a cast member he was uh, still just a writer yeah uh, so and we wrote it was a parody of the of the show Punked, yeah. And Ashton, Kut- Ashton Kutcher was the host. I mean, I'm sorry, um, Justin Timberlake was the host, yeah. And he played Ashton Kutcher, and we did a parody of that, and that went really well. And it was a really funny piece, and it was in like I think the second episode of that season, yeah. Uh, that we got that piece in, so yeah, that was that one. And then I had a a, a few more. Definitely, that went to dress and some that went to um went to air and i can't remember I, I it's so long ago that now i can't remember like if a sketch went only to dress or if it also went to air some of them all uh, blur together now but that one definitely aired and then i know we had a couple more at least that aired um over throughout the season well um if I, it's I, not uncommon, it's not uncommon for a writer, first-year writer, not get anything on. Luckily, that wasn't the case for me.
0: Okay. Well, um, if I, if I ever go to, like, visit 30 Rock, I, I will find I, – I swear I will find the security footage of that table <laughs> for the Trump thing. It just sounds so
1: amazing. <laughs> yeah, good luck.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, my sister lives in New York, but I don't think that's going to help. Uh, <laughs> she, she has other things to do. Uh and, but, yeah, uh, I'm glad Will Forte is coming to host and all, but uh, we should also talk about your other work, which was on uh, Community. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, I'm, I'm only in, like, the middle or, like, the third quarter of the third season. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, where, where exactly is it filmed,
1: Community? It was filmed in L.A., in Los Angeles. Yeah, like, the building? Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, oh, we shot it at Paramount. Uh, that's the studio they shot at.
0: Okay. Um, so it wasn't like a re- like a building that used to be a real like school that was eventually made into. You know, a it's not
1: set. not when I was there. I'm sure that sometimes for um, exterior shots, they probably did go to a real school sometimes because almost all shows have to do that at some point. Um, but no, when I, when I shot my episodes, they were all interiors. And, um, you know, the school stuff was all inside. And so they already had those sets built on the sound stages at Paramount.
0: Yeah, because I know, like, the the, the hospital, like, like, every TV show that, every scene in a TV show that takes place in the hospital is usually in the same, like, building, which used to be a hospital, but now it's a filming set. Right. Like, Scrubs, You're right, Gris, yeah. Scrubs, Grizz Anatomy, <clears throat> like, the scenes, the medical scenes in Parks and Rec and and the authors I'm, were there. I mean, I, I, I know y- you weren't in that episode, but I think there was the episode of community where like Pierce is supposedly dying. I'm going to assume it took place there.
2: Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You know, because they do both. Like there are some, um, old abandoned hospitals that, that, uh, some TV shows or movies will shoot out of. And then, um, and then there's sets that, you know, and then sometimes they build the sets. It just depends. So I don't know about those shows. though.
0: Okay. Uh, and yeah, and also uh, you did uh, comedy Bang Bang. That's a good. Were you ever on the TV mm-hmm. show, or just the podcast? I
1: didn't know. I just did the podcast. I did the podcast a couple of times, I think.
0: Okay. Um, have you ever been asked back to
1: do it? Yeah, I mean, I did it a couple of times at least. It's been a while since I've done it, but I did it two or three times,
0: I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a lot of. Well, I mean, you you weren't like as much of a mainstay as some other people, but a lot of the old no. mainstays haven't shown up in a while. Is that right? Yeah, like, like James Adomian hasn't shown up in like probably like three years or something over like, mm-hmm. over because he wasn't getting paid. Oh, okay. Uh, even though it's, it's a podcast. I mean, it's, <laughs> and like, but I mean, it, 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 I mean, if you think that's bad, I've actually read some stuff about like some podcast hosts who charge their guests. That's even worse.
1: Oh, that's, yeah, I've never heard of that. I don't know how you get guests then.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've. In fact, so so far, I've only had to say I, I, only one person that said they'd be willing to be a guest who never actually came on, uh, actually ch- said they charge money and everyone else mm-hmm. has it. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's a podcast. I mean, may, maybe it was in person, but it's not. And this, this this would be virtual if there was no COVID. Right. It's yeah. just easier yeah. to do it like this. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. Um. And wait, just a sec. Um. Other guy, can we hear you? God damn it! Um. Oh. N- n- now the other other guy says that he is. It. Okay. Uh. Other guy, can we hear you?
2: Uh. Yes. Uh. Actually, I wanted to speak about what you were talking about earlier about people having like their guests pay to be on the podcast. A lot of the time, Boy. that happens when.
1: How do um, you hear? A that? lot of
2: the time, that happens when like. If you have somebody that maybe doesn't have as many, like, uh, doesn't have as big of a following as you, you can ask them to, like, pay to get on the podcast so that it's kind of like they're paying for your audience, essentially. That's really what happens Mm -hmm. a lot of the time when people have to pay to get on the podcast.
0: Okay, but it it appeared that you were not in the recording when that happened. How did you hear that?
2: No, I was was in. I just couldn't say anything. No, it didn't say you were in. It
0: said you had left.
2: Oh well, I, I was here the whole time when we was talking. I literally just went out to join back in.
0: Okay, and okay, well, well, it's this glitch is happening to both of you now. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I'm gonna have to ask the anchor Twitter account about this, uh, and we might. I don't know. Uh, we, we might. Have to yeah, escape. I mean, it could just be
2: a glitch. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's. I, I'm not sure, but. Oh I know I was I was here the whole time. I was hearing you guys talk about um the podcast and everything like that. I was trying to talk and then I saw you guys couldn't hear me and then I left and I rejoined.
0: Okay. But it appeared like you left a lot earlier.
2: Oh wow, I didn't know that. I was I was in the whole time.
0: Okay. Um other guy, can we hear you?
1: Nope. Did you say
0: me? Did you say Jordan? No, I said other guy. Uh oh. I'm, 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 I'm going to pause for now. Let me just check the anchor Twitter. Okay, for more issues, we're back again. Um, and, yeah, uh, J- Jordan, do you have any, like, uh, just stories that you think are interesting from your time at SNL that we haven't mentioned that you like to tell?
1: Um, I mean, you brought up Trump. That's the most surprising story, like, you know, in yeah. retrospect that I worked with a now, a now former president yeah. for, uh, for better or for worse. <laughs> um trying to think well I would say you know like I mentioned earlier about Justin Timberlake I was there for Justin's first ever um hosting the first time he ever hosted was when I was there yeah and one thing that surprised all of us about that was when we first heard that you know this was kind of like um in sync Justin like he had just gone solo pretty much and we were all just thinking like you know, this kid from NSYNC is coming to host. Why? Like, nobody was really excited about it. And then he comes, and by the end of the week, everybody was just madly in love with him. And he was just so amazing, not only uh, on the show, but also, you know, off screen. He was just the coolest guy, sweetest guy. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, you cut to now, and he's hosted i don't know five or six times or more over the years and he just has turned to such a uh, home run hitter for that show so that was something that was really surprising at the time that we did not expect him to be so good on the show or so just down to earth and cool
0: yeah uh were, were there any uh hosts that were much harder to work with besides trump if trump was hard to work with and we assume he was
1: um trying to think um, I wouldn't say hard to work with because you got to remember like the thing about SNL is even if someone is a, is difficult in general and on Saturday Night Live you're so out of your element that you can't help but sort of um, lean on everybody else to take care of you when you're there so you can't get too cocky yeah. because it's a live show it's sketch comedy and, and you know um, and you don't really get a chance to Memorize your dialogue because the scripts are constantly changing. Even live on air, we're having to rewrite things. So most of the time, the actors are very much on uh, good behavior was my experience.
0: Okay. Um, But uh, I know there have been – was Trump on
1: good behavior? I mean, he wasn't a jerk. You got to remember, this was before Trump was um, political. Yeah. He wasn't a, pol- he wasn't a political creature at that time. He was just, you know, the host of, um, apprentice. Yeah. So <laughs> there was no, there was no, um, you know, political agenda with him. Um, he was an interesting person. That's for sure. Mm. You know, you could see the ego and all of that, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like he was mistreating people or anything.
0: Yeah. And that, that, that's that's something Chevy Chase does. He managed to get himself banned from hosting despite being a former cast member and still having the record for most episodes hosted by a former cast member, but he got himself yeah. banned from hosting, not from appearing, but I mean, he just, I mean, of course, I believe you worked with him on community a yeah. little bit. He Was he mm-hmm. hell to work with there?
1: No, not for me, but you got to remember, I'm in a different position. Yeah. And I'll say, like, as far as him hosting SNL, he's actually the exception that proves the rule, meaning he's not out of his element on SNL. He's in his element, so he knows he can do that with his eyes closed, so it gives him a little more freedom to misbehave because he knows he's going to be good on air because he's not uh, intimidated. And um and um, at Community, he was really nice to me, but I wasn't a serious regular. I was a guest, so yeah. He had no reason to – I wasn't a threat in any way to him. So he had no reason to misbehave or to to, um, aim any misbehavior in my direction. You know, I didn't have to work with him as much, so it was a lot easier for me.
0: Yeah, I I can – I mean, (laughs) from what I've heard, it wasn't hard. It wasn't easy to work with him on community. But, again, you'd say you're not a serious regular. But, I mean, he could have gotten – like. He could have used community to get like sort of a com- career resurgence, like Danny DeVito did with uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he kind of ruined uh-huh. the chance for himself. And that's.
1: Yeah, that's and, what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, he burnt a lot of bridges. So it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Um, but also, when it comes to impossible SNL hosts, there's also Steven Seagal. Here, he was held over.
1: You're right. That's a famous story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny.
0: Um, yeah. I, I watched, I, I, in addition to the Trump episodes, I also watched oh. that one just to see how truly terrible it was. And it oh, was, I'm sure. It actually had two really great sketches, and just something funny about them, neither of them contained Steven Segal.
1: Right, that's not unusual. I'm not surprised by that.
0: Yeah, I, and I mean, it's just, he's not a comedian, he's an action star, and he's not even a good action star. He's right. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. And, uh, do you have? But uh, another question: Do you have anything you would like to plug right now?
1: Oh um, well, I am currently writing on the reboot of the Wonder Years on ABC. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday nights. Yeah, I'm a writer producer on that, and I think it's a really excellent show. I'm not just saying that, and um, and I would love for people to check it out because I think it's it's a, a really really good show, really well done.
0: Okay, um, yeah, uh, I, it's, yeah, um, it's. I hope it's not like that, uh, that uh, Bel Air thing. But this is a, this isn't a reboot of another show. It's dramatic.
1: Like, well, no, it's it's a reboot yeah. of the original Wonder Years. Yeah. So you know, which was a dramedy to begin with. So this is continuing in that vein. It's got comedy and drama. Yeah, th-
0: th- that Bel Air thing. I mean, just like what the fuck.
1: Right, no, it's not that at all. Uh, yeah, no, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm just like, why does it exist? Like, like what? I mean, just because the star of it became like a person who was really good at dramatic films. I mean, he's not even in it anymore. Like, why are they making it dramatic? Why are they remaking it at all? <laughs> oh, I mean, my. I mean, the, well they better? I mean, I, I think that would be better than like making a white version, but the dramatic version <laughs> is still terrible.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, uh do you remember do you know about the time when like this guy called into C SPAN and like just was like saying the lyrics of the theme song to the Fresh Prince? When he called into what? C SPAN.
1: Um I don't think I heard that story. No. That yeah. hilarious.
0: Yeah, he he was like saying it in the form of like just like a little diatribe and uh and by by the way, um uh, uh the guy what other guy we it appears that you left. If you still think you're in, but yeah, he phrases it like a di- or di- di- diatribe, and then just, but he's actually just saying the lyrics.
1: Right. That's funny.
0: And and he gets to like the, they took they sent me to live in Bel Air. He gets to that line before they cut him off.
1: Before they catch on, that's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, C-SPAN prank calls are just some of the greatest things I've ever found. On the internet. I mean, <laughs> even the really boring ones where they just say Howard Stern's penis are still pretty funny. I mean. Like, just watching how dumb they make themselves sound. Yeah. Some of them are just absolutely genius. Mm hmm. (laughs) Uh, And, I mean, like, uh, and, but I mean, like, people say it's bad to do that, but, like, who who are you pissing off? It's C SPAN. No one watches it. Uh, Right, exactly. Like, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, especially the fact that, like, a lot of people live in the West Coast and they don't have, like, a, West coast version that fits their time zone and all the people in the East coast, there's not a lot who watch it anyways. Like I imagine like getting, imagine like someone in California getting up at like five in the morning to watch C-SPAN. Like, <laughs> I mean like you don't need to have you, it doesn't matter how much free time you have. It's just ridiculous. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just don't understand it. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not me. I won't be getting up at five a.m. to watch C-span. Yeah, that,
0: that, but yeah, I'm just gonna check something. I'm gonna pause again. Hi, welcome back to Aristotle Asparagus after a few days of waiting because uh, needed to find a new time with a guest here, uh, Jordan. With, with after this issue, but uh, yeah, we're back. Um, we'll be getting to our next guests a little, pretty soon, but. Um, we should probably. I should probably just finish up the interview with Jordan here. Uh, recently, during this period between last time and now, I saw you in... I, I was just watching the movie The Hangover, and I saw you in it. Not The Hangover. Sorry. Yeah, I'm kidding. I know you weren't in that. <laughs> yeah, but I did see you in an episode of Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah um, and one uh, question about it is, Chet Hanks played a character in that episode, and you didn't share any scenes with him. Did you have to be on set with Chet Hanks? You know what's funny? I didn't even know Chet Hanks was in that episode because I probably didn't know who Chet Hanks was at that time.
1: Yeah. because I've seen the episode, so I, but not in a while. So it's funny. I have to go back and watch it. But like, no, I'm pretty sure I not. <laughs> If I met him on set, I didn't know who he was. I'm, obs- I'm kind of obsessed with Chet Hanks now. But at the time, I wouldn't have known who he was, so that's good oh, to know. Okay. What was his character? Which character did he play?
0: He played, like, uh, Jeff's daughter's fiance. Um, Just a sec, let me check. Take... Um, we might be having this glitch again. But... but, yeah, that's who Chad Hanks was playing.
1: Okay, that's funny. I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny.
0: Yeah, so funny. um... I
1: just—it's
0: just that I—I I hate to like kind of like talk to Tom Hanks critically, but um, I mean, uh, that's what happens when you name your kid Chet. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> you,
1: don't. you would think that if you named your kid Chet, you're kind of like putting up some really good boundaries of he'll be a nerd, you know, he'll be pretty nerdy, you know, and so it'll be so. He, It'll be fine. I won't have too much to worry about.
0: Guy who just left and got in, did you leave on purpose? Did it say you were still in? Dude, we can't hear you. Hello? Yeah, now I can hear you. Did you leave? Did it say that you left?
3: For me, it didn't. It said I was still in, but I just rejoined.
0: Oh, Oh, crap. Well, well, Well,. I guess, uh, I guess we'll have to just live with this. Um, yeah, and yeah, Jordan. I remember you said you want to plug the new Wonder Years thing you're doing.
1: Yeah, I'm um, i I'm a, a writer producer on the new uh, Wonder Years reboot, which I'm very proud of and excited about. And, um, uh, and, um, and it's been, it's on ABC. It's been doing well. It's about a black family in uh, Alabama in 1968. And so, uh, so it's been great. I was just in Atlanta last week uh, uh, on set, and uh, yeah, and it's a it's just a it's a really great project. It's gotten really great reviews, and um, hopefully, uh, people will keep watching it, and hopefully, people will love it as much as I do.
0: Okay, um, yeah, uh, and hopefully, we finally get that 60 We we finally get that movie to go with that sixth season that we kept being told about. Well, we got told about it once, but... Right, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I heard, I felt like I heard a rumor that they were working on it at one know. point. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. It's probably hard to get the cast. Yeah. I mean,
0: I guess... I'm, I'm not really sure. If I mean, Chevy Chase is probably impossible. I guess Donald Glover is probably...
1: He's impossible. So big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to be very hard to get Donald Glover. Yeah. Sure. Um.
0: Yeah, but uh, it's probably harder to get Chevy Chase because, I mean, why would yeah. want you want to? Why would you choose to try to get Chevy Chase to do? Yeah, I don't
1: know that they would try. I don't know. It depends. Yeah. Probably, you know, I can see a world where they bring him back, you know, if it's like the last time they'll ever do anything. But yeah. who knows, you know? Okay. Hopefully it'll happen. I can't imagine it not happening some way, in some way at some point.
0: Okay, well, um, we should probably get on to our next guests, and it's going to be a little – issue ridden because of one of them like is having this issue, but we'll deal with it. Uh, uh, there's two of them playing these two guests, so yeah, we'll be right back. And we are back, and uh, yeah, I just want to just just one thing I was thinking about J- Jordan, uh, that, I remember one of the characters you played on the Comedy Bang Bang podcast, mm-hmm. uh, that was uh, like Testa Rossa manigo
1: Okay, I, I believe you, it's been a while. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I apparently, like, I mean, I do not care, like, about The Apprentice at all, even though mm-hmm. I, I talked about the Donald Trump SNL episode you worked on. I, mm-hmm. I, I need to see that proctologist, whatever. Uh, but but uh, apparently Omarosa's last name is Manico, too. I mean, okay, that's
1: probably what I was referencing then.
0: Yeah, probably do I probably mean, a version of her. Yeah. Uh, well, let's Yeah, let's get on to our next guests. Um they are two movie directors who recently woke up from a coma that has been lasting for five years. Uh, please welcome Steen Burden and Bern Steen. Ber- Berg Steenan
3: Hello?
1: Hello? Hello. I'm here. Is that uh, Are they com- are they coming on? Uh yes, I'm here.
0: But Steen. Can you hear me? can you hear me yeah yeah we can but we can also hear your dogs
1: sorry about that and i can't hear them
0: you can't oh you can't hear them
1: nope
0: hey um berg, berg, berg steenen say something Hi, can you
1: hear me and, uh...
0: wait jordan can you still not hear them
1: yeah uh, yeah i can't hear anybody i hear you i mean i can't hear the
0: guests this is <laughs> Sorry, little n- another little error, but we're still going. Um, yeah, uh, Jor- Jordan, you, did you hear about Adam McKay directing a film about January 6th? I did. Yeah. Um, th- th- that could be really great, but it could also be really bad. I like guess the director gives me more hope. And I think he's not directed it even. I think he's just
1: producing it.
0: Yeah. Um, but Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Now, now what, what exactly is this sci-fi take on the Trump presidency like?
3: well uh we really want to involve trump in a setting where there is a galactic russian federation now this galactic russian federation they have approached trump to warn him that there will be a grave threat domius he's an evil robotic voting machine designed to destroy america now Eventually, as we get more involved into the story, Trump eventually finds out that one of his own children is Domius. So we're we're really trying to add a huge twist into the movie. We're trying to make it blockbuster, biggest, grossing film of all time. We're really we're, we're putting all our effort into this film.
0: Okay, well, um, do you can you tell us
3: which Trump kid it is? Well, we're still working out the screenplay, but. We're looking toward, his, uh, looking toward Donald Trump Jr. Okay. <laughs> we're we're uh, we're thinking about adding a scene where there'll be this towards the climax, Donald Trump Jr. and Donald Trump they'll face each other, and there will be this one scene where Donald Trump Jr. he says to
1: his father, "There can only be one." Hey, uh, Bergen, or I don't know if this is Steen or Bergen, but can I ask a question? It's Bergen. Oh, sorry, Bergen. It's fine. May I ask a question? Yes, absolutely. It's encouraged. Um, are you planning to have Donald Trump play himself in the film? I only ask because he has done some acting in the past, so I was just curious if he's going to play himself. That that is true.
3: Our agents have contacted Donald Trump's agents. So far, we've got a no word, but we are looking towards some actors. We're um we're thinking about Seth Farland. Um, Did you say Seth Farland?
0: Yes. Seth MacFarlane, dude.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, sorry for my mistaken words. Slip, slip right
1: there.
3: Uh, We've yeah, like, been thinking I thought, about taking a comedic take, possibly Adam
1: Sandler as well. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. Honestly, when you said Seth Farland, I thought, oh, this is some actor I haven't heard of before, but I'm glad to know that you met Seth MacFarlane.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought maybe he could have meant Jeff Garland, but no, I no, probably meant Seth MacFarlane. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. Jordan, do you have any good ideas on who should be an actor to play Trump in this?
1: Um. I mean, the obvious choice is Alec Baldwin, right?
0: Yeah, but I mean, he he, he wasn't really when he played him on SNL. I mean, we're not going to talk about that incident. Let's we'll just not do that. But uh, yeah. When he played him on SNL, it
1: wasn't very cinematic. Okay, all right. And then there's that new guy—I don't know his name—on SNL who does a really killer Trump.
0: James, Austin but it depends.
1: Austin. Like, do you want a do you want a funny version of Trump or a realistic version of Trump, where it's just an actor playing Donald Trump?
0: I mean, he, his realistic self was pretty funny. I mean, not in a good yes. way, but like in a
1: wow, this guy sucks kind of way. Well, if you get Donald <laughs> Trump to play himself, you get both. You get it's funny and it's real.
0: Yeah, but also Trump.
1: Trump right. Also, be, it's Trump, and you have to deal with Trump.
0: He'd probably be a terrible actor. I mean, I can only assume. Okay, yeah. Here, here's the thing. I forgot to ask you, like during the interview with you, Jordan. Um, when you did that table read for that proctologist sketch, was Trump playing the proctologist in that table read, or was he just the ideal? He was
1: playing the proctologist. Yes.
0: So you and Will
1: and Will Forte was playing the patient.
0: So you didn't, like, get someone to stand in for Trump and, like, if it got to the show, Trump would play him. Like, Trump did it in the table read.
1: Yeah, he did at the table he read. At the table read, the, the host always reads their, their parts.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I, I don't know, uh, and, um, I, I mean, you, you probably shouldn't go with Trump as himself. I mean, wh- what about the Domius or Trump Jr.? Do you want Trump Jr. to play
3: himself? We would absolutely love to have any any of the real any of the real Trumps, but uh, so far, realistically, we're we're looking at having an actor. Mm-hmm. Even Tiffany Trump, you'd even take Tiffany. Well, with Tiffany Trump, that's a little bit of a tricky play. She does have some copyrights. Um, we will have to get around a uh, legislation
1: mm-hmm. on that. But uh, yeah. Because you said a real Trump, and then you go like, was Tiffany a real Trump? Is she a real human? Like, well, she's a human for sure. <laughs> Wait, I are we talking say, about Tiana Trump? What? Who's Tiana? No, <laughs> who's, who's Tiana? T- okay. I know you just came out of a coma, so I don't want to give you too hard of a time. But yeah. I don't yeah. think there's there. I don't think there was a Tiana Trump even five years ago before your coma. Yeah.
2: Wow. Man, what a comic can do to you, man. Mm-hmm. 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 Rough stuff.
1: Well, um,
0: Bur- uh, Steen. Um, I-, I I think that you should get Ryan Phillippe to play Trump. I think I think he'd do a good job.
2: And maybe this uh new Tom Holland guy could play Trump Jr.
0: Uh, he Tom Holland doesn't freaking deserve that, man. Wow, is he not a good actor? No, he is, but I mean, he can't oh. play Donald Trump Jr. I mean, like, I, I I mean, like, you know that like Al Pacino like suffered like big like injuries to his like nasal canyon from like sm- snorting all that fake cocaine, and of course Donald Trump Jr. Sn- snorts a lot of cocaine. We can't let that happen to Tom Holland. Oh
1: okay. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Man, yeah, we don't want to lose him yet. Yeah, you got to think like. If, if you if it's a method actor and they really become Trump and then what if they can't break out of it so we don't want to lose a good actor and then you know we could end up with two trumps that's true well that's then what if, what do if we get a bad actor yeah
0: what about Gary Busey yeah I mean
1: yes uh, yes trump energy
0: yeah I mean but uh I mean at least uh, I mean it, I mean Trump jr is a cokehead Trump is isn't really a drug head at all, and Gary Busey right, is a head. Right. That's true. That's true.
1: Yeah, he doesn't do drugs apparently. Yeah, but so, Gary Busey apparently. is a meth head, so. Although some people say he uh, does, um, uh, what is it? Uh, not ritalin. What's the other one? Adderall. Adderall. Some people say he does a lot of Adderall. Okay. I've heard, I've heard that rumor. Well, don't um, know if it's true. Uh, Steen,
0: are you there? Yes. Um. Wait, I think it was Berg who just responded. Um, Steen? Hello, Steen, are you there? Mr. Bergen? Hello? Hello. Can, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, no, right. no, um, are there... T- tell us, like, I mean, okay, so, like, Domius is an evil voting machine?
3: He's an, he's an evil robotic machine that's uh that's trying to vote out of the presidency he's uh, a real a real threat to oh. the administration
0: okay like is he
3: like a alien robot is he like a earth robot well we we have been looking towards making an alien we're trying to make the film as dramatic as possible absolutely mm. out of this world no pun intended on that
1: but uh yeah <laughs> Okay.
0: Well, um, you want to get a real robot to do it?
3: Well, again, we'd love to. We'd love to make this film as real as possible. Yeah, um, but I
0: think there was, like, that one movie a few years ago that Clint Eastwood directed about, like, these people who survived a terrorist attack, and they got the real terrorist attack survivors to play the roles, and it ended up doing terribly. (laughs) <laughs> that wasn't a fever, Jordan. You might be more likely to remember that. Was that like some fever dream I had?
1: Wait, I don't remember. It, it was a, it was a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. And, do you remember the name of it? No, I
0: just remember it was Clint Eastwood directed it. There was like, Funny. it was like, it was about. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember the movie. You're talking about the um, Atlanta uh, Olympics bombing in Atlanta. I, I guess so. Yeah, that that had to be it. Oh, and they had some of the real, like, victims play themselves. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think it would be... I I, I mean, it's a tradition for, like, films based on real events to get, like, actors or to to get people that were actually involved in it as cameos.
1: Yeah. But not as the main stars. Right. I mean... Well, this one... Yeah. I'm sure... Well, in the Atlanta bombing movie... Definitely not as one of the main stars because the main stars were all actors. But I, I can believe that they used some real people in some of the scenes. I don't remember the movie that well. I Only saw it once, but yeah. If you're gonna do that, you have to give them very little to do. Well, I
0: saw it at so, zeros.
1: So what's that?
0: I saw it, I saw it at zeros, so I, I wouldn't really know. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Now. Oh, okay. Now. Uh, Berg, are those your dogs? Good. Whose dogs Hello? are barking? Those, those are my dogs. Oh, those are yours? Yep. Ruffy okay. and Poodles. Okay. They're barking a lot. I mean, I have three dogs. They bark a lot, and they're doing fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me
3: tell you. They, they bark a hell of a lot.
0: Yeah, Um. I mean, do they ever get on the movie set? <laughs> you, you should have one of them play an actor. Oh, that, that would be unfortunate. You could have your dogs play one of the Trump family's dogs, but they didn't even have any pets. Uh, no, like, well, we're
3: we're thinking about adding a comedic scene where one of them plays Trump's hair.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me ask you, can I ask a qu- another question about your movie? Yes. So it's a sci-fi movie?
3: That, that is correct. It's a sci-fi and, movie. But
1: it also has dramatic elements and comedic elements.
3: Yes, it does.
1: Okay, and let me true. ask, the sci-fi element is because he's fighting this, like, robot, kind of overlord-type person, right, battling? Mm-hmm. Right, correct. And and what is the premise of the story? Is it, like, is America under attack? Is it just Donald Trump's under attack? Is Earth under attack? Is it all of the above? Well, in Trump's really? eyes, all of those are the same.
3: <laughs> really, we're just we're trying to parallel it to to these absolutely ridiculous threats that that Trump just makes, he continues to make. We really don't know who the threat is. Mm-hmm. So, just like in, in the film, we really don't know who the threat is. Neither does the threat matter. Right.
0: O- okay, but um, <laughs> uh, does Biden appear in this film?
3: Well, we, we are thinking about adding a post credit scene, maybe to. To lure some of our producers to get us to make a sequel. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you're already thinking sequel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's a that's mm-hmm. great. that's really that's that's really smart to try to franchise this thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. I mean, since it yeah. What's that? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say since it doesn't seem like Trump is going anywhere, you. Seems like you have an opportunity to keep this story alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is correct.
3: I
0: mean, is it yeah. gonna be like Trump going on a journey to, to another dimension where he won the election and then killing the Trump that won the election and taking his place?
3: I think yeah, that that sounds like a terrific idea.
0: Yeah. But then like they, they notice there's been an imposter and it's not that Trump because winning the election made Trump even crazier. <laughs> and then this one is too crazy is too not crazy. Uh, yeah. It's possible. Okay. Um would you have to do like a dual role for for that?
3: Well for that we we could do some uh some editing effects.
0: Yeah, I honestly don't know how the dual role things work. Like it just seems so high tech.
1: But like been, Yeah. It seems,
0: yeah.
1: Been, it seems like a lot of unnecessary work sometimes.
0: Yeah, and they've been doing it since like the 80s, but it feels unrealistic. Like, I mean, it's like, how are you getting the same actor in the exact same scene, and it looks so realistic?
2: Well, there's um plenty of effects actually that can like help to kind of like mirror the person, like when you do editing. So basically, they're just like kind of talking to themselves in different clothes or. You know, in a different outfit or something like that, and then they just mirror it later on. So, yeah,
0: is is this movie gonna have a lot of CGI? I'm gonna assume it does.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah, you sure bet. It's gonna be perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean, with with CGI, it's really changed the film industry because back in the day, you had to train like chimps and bears to be (laughs) actors. Now you can really just animate them in without having to train a freaking tiger to do it.
3: That was the the golden ages of practical effects. Yeah.
1: Uh, Can I ask a question that I'm not trying to be controversial. It's just an honest question that I have um, as an African-American actor. Is there Uh any plans for diversity uh, in front of and behind the camera on this project? 100%.
3: 100%. And
1: how do you see that uh,
3: playing out? We're gonna be adding multiple. We're gonna be adding a ginormous cast. This we're really to make. We're we're really we're really trying to make this the highest grossing film of all time. Oh wow! We're gonna be adding a huge star names. Huge star names. Samuel Jackson. We're talking ginormous, mm-hmm. absolutely ginormous budget.
1: Mm-hmm. We're trying
3: to get. we we're, we're we're really trying to sell this movie to producers.
1: Yeah. So people like Sam Jackson. You're probably looking at Michael B. Jordan. Absolutely. Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield, like some hundred big, hot, black actors right now. <laughs> 100%. Wow, that's a lot. Of, I mean, since the movie's about Trump, like, I can't, who would they play? Like, cause obviously, all the Trumps are white, so that's, that's oh, already. Yep, yep. I mean,
0: I, I guess they just have to maybe create roles for them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait,
1: wait. Or you can do some colorblind casting where some of the Trump family members are different races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, sort that of like is, how Hamilton was, you know, where you know, George Washington was Puerto Rican or whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't know. That is not George is, Washington, at not at the end he was of the day Hamilton, but you know.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess uh, I, I think in the in their coma some of those stars have grown a little bigger. Like I mean I guess uh-huh. I I mean I know Michael B. Jordan did like uh, he probably. I mean, I'm going to assume he did like other big projects before they were in their comas. But uh, I feel like he was mostly known for uh, Friday Night Lights at the time.
1: Oh yeah, no, he's a big star now. Yeah. yeah he's oh, a big movie oh, okay. star. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah, he's he's about to do uh, the third Creed movie based on Apollo Creed from Rocky. Like he's done two of them now. They're doing the third one. So yeah. Really? He's a big that movie sounds star. So, interesting. Yeah, I mean these are expensive actors obviously to get. So I guess. Do you guys already have your financing in place? Uh, uh, we're, we're, um, we're working on it. We're working oh, okay. on it, yeah. We're working yeah. on it. Yeah. That, sound, that sounds um promising, I suppose. But, yeah. You're going yeah, you like to need a lot of money, basically. Once yeah. you get the funding. I Would you like you to money. donate any? Oh, God, I, I don't even. The kind of money you guys need. You're barking up wrong it's
2: tree.
1: in the billions. Oh, my uh, wow. Okay. This sounds like like a movie that's going to be like a couple hundred million bucks. Wow.
3: Budget, oh, right? 100%, 100%. We're we're yeah. looking at a budget
1: of at least 2.5 billion. Oh, that's the budget? <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. I mean I mean even if everybody in the world saw it, you probably would only make about 2.5 billion, I would think. But mm. like it's your your ability to to uh, make that back is very slim, <laughs> but
2: it's not about making the money back. It's about uh, you know it's it's partly just about giving the fans what they want.
1: Oh, okay. So I mean, it just seems like I I don't know if you guys have like you know like an accountant that's done your budget for you, but I gotta Sorry be honest. That. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Can I be honest about your budget? Yeah. Hello. It sounds like someone's ripping you off. You think so? There's no reason for a movie budget to be that high. I just, there's no justification for a budget that high.
0: Yeah. I mean, not even Endgame had that budget, <laughs> which is rightfully the highest-grossing film of all time because it's not yeah. about. It's not just a freaking boring like right. thing that uh... is, to, to, is too unclear in its metaphor for climate change and didn't do enough to help and now it just seems like a dumb I mean actually I mean I've never seen Avatar and I mean actually the idea of like Avatar technology is pretty cool uh, but I prefer it sorry I prefer the use of Avatar technology as a fictional device in, uh, that um... Jordan you're in an episode of American Dad right yeah. Um. Do you remember the episode with the avatar technology?
1: I don't. I've not. I've seen several episodes. I've not seen them all.
0: Y- yeah. I was one where like like Stan pretends to be a new girl at Steve's school using avatar technology.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> it it has some pretty. It's pretty weird, but it's pretty good. Um. Uh. It, like uh. It, it has some good action sequences, like even an alien parody. So it wasn't really avatar and more just like. Avatar technology use. Maybe, right. There needs to be some some use of Avatar technology in, your, in you guys' new movie. Like, yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, just a sec. i be oh. right back. Looks like we have some. Okay. Yeah, yeah uh, so, so, um, yeah, J- Jordan's back, but, um, yeah. Bergenstein, you, you, you guys... Or you should you should have, like, Trump using Avatar technology in your new movie.
3: That would be a terrific idea.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I still stand by the belief that Ryan Phillippe should be playing Trump in this movie. You
3: know, we're going we're gonna to add him to our list. Yeah. Thank you well, for that recommendation.
1: And I just want to say, I did a little research. And Avengers Endgame, the budget was $356 million, so... That's half and a half billion dollars less than the budget you're trying to uh that you guys are going for. So it's just something to think about as Interesting. you uh, maybe they just
0: you. know Jeff Bezos or something and they've made a deal with yeah.
1: him. Oh, is that oh yeah, somebody like that can afford to lose two and a half billion dollars. So hundred percent. Yeah, but he doesn't
0: he probably doesn't feel that way. He probably thinks that like losing two dollars is gonna make him die or something
1: exactly so i'm sure he doesn't want to lose two and a half billion dollars so yeah, but, I mean, also i just i just feel like a lot of that money will just be walking off the set like you will never it'll never be up on the screen because there's no way you'd have to you'd be making like 10 movies you know you can make 10 movies for two and a half billion dollars 10 huge budget movies huh? well, wow. well
3: I'd, I'd also like to think this movie is an investment we are we're gonna be putting in a bunch of research into this movie. We're gonna be getting the most advanced film tech, absolutely. Yeah. Camera tech. You're you, you talk about it. just everything advanced, everything state of the art technology.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And is that is that Bergen or is that Steam talking? That is Steam. Oh, so Steam. I, I'm I'm picking up a bit of an accent. Is that right?
3: That's right. That's right.
1: Oh, uh, uh, where are you from? South Carolina. Oh, wow. Okay. Very cool. All right. And uh, how long have you been working in show business? Uh, About about five years now. About five years. Wait, you mean so the entire time you were in a coma? That is true. What a coincidence. Wait,
0: oh, okay, okay. I was... You, th- these people are, like, screening in, like, testing to see if they could be a guest on my podcast, and mm-hmm. I, I gotta go look up, and I looked them up, and they, they don't appear to be legitimate. Like, I can barely find anything <clears throat> about people with <clears throat> those names, and i, I they don't seem <clears throat> to be these people on my podcast. I don't like this stuff is getting weird. That's uh,
3: that's uh, that's quite strange. That's quite, that's quite,
1: well, that, yeah. Do you guys, so, well, I mean, Steen already said he's been in show business only five years, and for the majority of those five years, he's been in a coma. So I I would assume he hasn't, you haven't done much where you haven't produced much product yet. Is that what I'd be wrong? Thing?
3: <clears throat> well, well, as again, uh, we do, we do have the layout. So once we get funding, we're straight, we're straight to film producers.
1: No, no. Well, that's, I mean, you're describing every product, every project ever imagined. Like once you get funding, yeah, you're off to the races, but I'm, but what I'm just, and I'm just, asking, I'm not trying to challenge you in any way. I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, other than this project that has not gotten funding yet have you had other projects that were funded Uh, we we have we've had some low budget projects in the past oh great i like a lot of low budget stuff maybe i've seen some of it what are what are some of the titles you guys have done
3: (laughs) well we we were in the theatrical business uh Mm -hmm. not so much of the cinema
1: business wait um, theatrical versus cinema i'm not sure if i'm following
3: Well, we we did a lot of plays.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. I was
3: I was a high school teacher.
1: Wait, wait. So when you say you did a lot of plays, you mean like these were school plays, and
3: that that is true. Um, are you familiar with the uh, the Hungry Hungry Caterpillar?
1: Nope, nope, not remotely. Oh, is that a is that a well known play?
0: Not, nope. I mean, I don't think it is a play. It's just a children's book. Uh, well, oh, well okay. Included, oh, then, yes, um,
1: I thought, okay, I was confused. Yes, I've heard of that children's book. I, I have not read it, but I have heard of it, I believe. So you guys did a play based on that children's book?
3: Yes, yes, we at, essentially brought it to At the, the high school. S- <laughs> this was at the high school?
1: <laughs> yes, this
3: was this was a high school level play.
1: Okay, oh, so well, can I just ask? Because I'm a little, I'm, I'm just trying to like make sure I'm mm-hmm, picturing mm-hmm. this correctly. High school kids did a play based on a children's book. That that is true. That is true. Why would high school kids want to do a play based on a children's book as opposed to like a play based on a young adult's book or a book for teens or a play well, or an actual play?
3: There there is a stigma to children's books. Uh, it, children books are in fact extremely sophisticated. Let me tell you, Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar, one of the most greatest pieces of
1: literature. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're, you're saying that that, that Hungry, Hungry uh, Caterpillar is one of the greatest pieces of literature? Is that your feeling about it?
0: Yeah. Um, and he just expressed it by accidentally leaving, um. And okay, well
1: that's fine. I I I feel like I got the gist of uh, what it is he does. Um, I did want to ask him when he said teacher, like, what class he <laughs> te- is he? The drama teacher, or is he the English teacher? Is he just a teacher at the school and he somehow was involved in them putting on plays? It's a little
3: hello, different. hello, hello. Where did I leave off? So you're
1: you're,
0: you're about, we, we got the gist of what you were saying, and
3: it should yes. also anyways. Be- oh. that, as I was continuing. The Hungry, Hungry uh, (laughs) Catechism, one of the greatest pieces of literature in America in the past hundred
1: years. Let me tell you about that. Okay. Um, I mean, that's that's a bold statement. Yeah. I don't know what you're basing your – I mean, that's your opinion, obviously, and I'm not going to argue with you about it because I haven't read it. But it it does seem – I was going to ask you, you say you teach at the school? What do you teach? Well, uh, I teach uh, drama class oh okay well that makes sense yeah and are you still teaching there no no i'm i'm a retiree oh so that what and you i take you still live in south carolina i still do yes i do okay so 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 it feels like you don't really have much yet and this is just yet because you know obviously i believe in your dreams dreams uh, it doesn't sound like you have much yet going in the way of, you know, Hollywood connections. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do, is that a hmm you don't or hmm you do? Well, well, um, I'm not sure I can confirm nor deny that, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Confirm or deny whether or not you have connections in Hollywood? I can neither confirm nor deny that. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think I've come to the conclusion that these two people are not really, film directors, I think they're, like, uh, they're, uh, Ponzi schemers, I believe.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's, uh, a problem. Uh, that's and, a and problem. You <laughs> claim that?
3: Well, i I've, uh, I've... an, an I, absolutely ridiculous claim. Exactly. I I, have, I own
0: a lot, I, well, the guy playing Aristotle Asparagus doesn't have so, this much technology, Aristotle Asparagus does have some technology just to, like, look into people and yeah you, you you two are both ponzi schemers because you both are just people who try to sell nfts that you stole oh wow that's that easy. we stole. can you prove that we stole them they don't even because they're like just images or photographs they're not didn't no
1: i didn't make the NFT. it sounds like you're justifying what you do and also agreeing that you've done what you're being accused of.
2: No, I'm si- I'm simply asking, how would you know, right? If I did
3: just take a picture that is, of somebody in true. how would you know? How would you know? How
2: would you know? Like, how could you prove it? Okay. Because if it can't be proven, hey, then, I mean. Then yeah. no crime, no exactly. body, no murder. Exactly. Like, you, Like, you can say that I killed somebody, but if I didn't
1: actually do it. You know what well, I mean? You know, if well I no, if you didn't actually it. do it, then you didn't do it. Yeah, but, but if, saying, but if you your defense is until you find a body, you can't say, I murdered them. That's exactly. not. That exactly. See, see, I feel like you understand what I'm saying. 100%. You mean, you guys, not- guys, guys,
0: guys, just a sec. We need to take a pause, but we can be right back.